0: boop, 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 bo
1: Shit. Um today we're going to go over the bullshit homework of the week, uh, old Toe Jamming Earl for the uh, the Genesis, the classic, um, this was chosen by Joe Granado last week, um, said that because the Kickstarter was funded, um, that he wanted us to you know, tackle a classic, um, so first of all, I'm, I'm Jeffrey Wittenhagen, I run HigginsAlley.wordpress.com. Um, I'm also the Subcon 3 on forums, like Nintendo Agent Uh I have an award-winning, award-winning published book uh, called Hidden Treasures. And um, I've also written for publications like Nintendo Force and Pixel Nation. Um, and we also got Kyle, the Stogie Master. What's going on? Good old <laughs> Kyle Meister here. Uh, yeah, I do no death runs, high score runs, collect uh, all things retro, uh, anything video game related, figures, vinyl... VHS, Old Beer Signs, old, old Beer
0: Steins, Tap Handles, all that good stuff. <laughs> and, we and you got me, Kevin, a.k.a. KWK from kwkbox.com. Let's Plays, Long Plays, anything, video games. Check it out, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Check it
1: out, find out. That's <laughs> like <right>. a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, who wants to take the lead on old Jam & O since we're in that well, First, what y'all drinking tonight? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, I am drinking a Bellhaven Scotch Ale. Rich up to you and smooth. That was just messed up. What are you drinking? I'm actually drinking some Oculto. It's, uh, Tequila barrel-aged beer. Oh, Jesus. And uh, thanks to Kevin, I'm also
0: smoking a Cuban cigar and feeling like Che Guevara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm restricted to water because Kyle came over and drank all my booze yesterday. Thanks, bro. Kyle
1: would never do that. I'll get you back. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, old Toe Jam and Earl, huh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, real classic history behind Toe Jam and Earl is that, um, you know, me and Kyle actually used to go, um, out to his parents' cabin on the summertime, and, like, at nighttime, we would be sitting there watching horror movies, and we'd play Sega Genesis. And one of the games we always used to play was Toe Jam and Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely never beat it. Um, co-op is a was a bastard back then, and I think it's still a bastard right now. But um, it, but it was fun as shit. Like it was always a staple. Um, the cool thing about the um, the homework this week though was my wife's been complaining that you know never um that she never wants to play our homework games. Well, this is one of her favorite games. Oh so, nice! Yeah, she actually joined me for the first playthrough. Awesome. This yeah. Okay. No. Um, I guess I'll just take the reason I'm going into a stir. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, do it. Um, so yeah, the co-op was extremely fun. We were playing, um, we both did all right. My wife was struggling with the spots where we had to go in the islands, like the little jumping island parts. Um, there's a couple levels where, where the exit's actually in the middle of the water. Um, yeah. and we got to level 17, so... Wow. Um, I only died twice, though. My wife used the rest of my life. She kept on using my life after she died. So, Um, yeah. So, I got all the way to 17. Um, And then I played it the next day, I want to say on Sunday, uh, with my buddy Jim. And we only got to level 13 or 14 or something like that. And the fucking bees, they um, just honed in on me when I was jumping from island to island in the water. And then they knocked me to the sharks, and the sharks killed me. And I did oh, that really. like all my life. It destroyed me. It was like it was fucking brutal, and I didn't have that the first time. So like the randomness of the enemies—oh man, like, yeah—they really, really fucked me up. Yeah, I know um, that last night for sure too. Yeah, I was Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it was, it was way <laughs> different than my playthrough. No, I mean that can be a bad thing or that can be a good thing because it keeps it, it keeps it fresh. So every time yeah, Absolutely. Because I mean, we all played it on fixed mode. Um, so that way we had a little bit of predictability in our playthrough so we could compare, um, notes as we played. So, um, yeah, we didn't play the random mode because that's even more random. But, um, yeah, the, the fixed mode was, um, was fun. Um, I used, uh, Kai actually published a guide and it's over on, um, it's on the bullshit homework page on, uh, on the blog. And basically, uh, I used the guide, and uh, yesterday night, um, I had a bunch of rage-inducing enemy sections. Uh, (laughs) Like, two or three different levels, they knocked me down. Um, And I was playing single mode as ToeJam, because he's fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Way faster than Earl. Yeah. And, yeah, the fucking ice cream trucks. Oh, yeah. the phantom <laughs> ice cream trucks. Like, <laughs> like they just appeared in my way, and then I went I on their way, and then they're like, it right toward me. they me, me, little fuckers. Those are the worst. That's where the, that boombox is. Like, I save them just for the phantom ice cream trucks, The boomboxes. <laughs> I used the boom boxes for the boogeymen because they were just pissing me off. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Oh, yeah, there was, like, Everywhere there, was there was like three or four of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you get really far, it gets crazy, though. Yeah. It really does. Um, and the thing was, though, is that my wife was actually watching while I was playing single player yesterday. Um, She said it was like, we're cheating using the guide. <laughs> it was so much easier than when we played on Saturday. Like playing Saturday Blind, like we were searching around. Now it's like, all right, go to the top left. Boom. <laughs> like, and you got to, <laughs> like, you got to carve a path, You're still going to find some of the hidden spots. But it was like, it was like night and day. Yeah. How much and easier it was with that guy. Yeah, knowledge is just power. Totally. Exactly. You know, like, Jesus Christ. And, I mean, my argument on that, though, is that we could have spent, you know, months memorizing every aspect of the game to be able to do that. Or somebody else has already done that, so we just use it. <laughs> yes. We use basically our resources. And I didn't do that in the first two playthroughs. I saved that for the third one when I got when I wanted to actually go through. And I did end up beating it yesterday, too. Yay! Nice. Yeah. One guy left. Oh. <laughs> one guy left. Oh. Didn't, didn't do anything crazy. Um, for me, using the presents was the key. Like I not, I always used to be very conservative with the presents. Mm-hmm. Now I was using them like, t- a ton because... Uh, during my second playthrough, the moles were brutal. They stole, like, all my presents. Oh, uh, that's what we had yesterday. Started on that. Oh, man. Holy shit, man. Dude, fuckers. Seriously, <laughs> those goddamn moles, man, they are kicking my ass. The, uh. the brilliant part about that, though, is you think saving your presents is, is going to help you, but then the mole ends up taking all your presents anyway. So you might as well use those high tops. See, we had the high tops, and we should have just used them to run away from them, but no, we got to save it for later. And then we ended up having no presents later, because they stole them all.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: It's pretty brilliant. to lose it or them. lose it. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, how it's programmed. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's fucking psychotic. And the thing was, the irony was, we picked fixed mode because, um the layout never changes, and the, when you go to a place in the elevator, it's always the same spot, right? Yeah. So, I noticed that, oh, this is only with my third playthrough that I noticed this, mm-hmm. that I fell down and I started in a different area when I warped back. So, like, I fell down, like, two or three levels a couple of times, uh-huh. and when I, went up to, when I went up one level, I started in a different spot because the map wasn't uncovered. It was freaking crazy. Like, because I was doing D lines to get to spots. So I guess um, when you go back to the level a second time, it, like, flips a little bit. It's like maybe that's consistent, too, though. It's pretty cool. So it's like a double or triple memorization yeah. you gotta do. Yeah, I also noticed that, um, in some of the levels, like 17 and I think 21 or 20, you have to do some of the secret little areas. Oh, yeah. Find yeah, like, little yeah, you gotta find spots. And, um, when I did that, I had to actually um, redo that again uh, when I went back to the level. Yeah, 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 and that, yeah. That that happened to me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I I was like stuck on the island, but I could see where I've uncovered stuff. Yeah, you know. Actually, yeah. I, even with all the mistakes, it took me a, only a little bit over an hour to beat it—hour like and a half max. That's about right. It wasn't okay. too bad, but on the other side, though. Um, I absolutely did not enjoy it. <laughs> like, I enjoy playing co-op. I enjoy the fun. But playing it, and once you get to the later levels, like, I was getting pissed off. Like, it actually didn't become fun anymore. It was crazy. Like, there was a different mentality playing the third to try to beat it, like, right there. Yeah, because the difficulty starts to ramp serious. Mm-hmm. Man, they don't fuck around later, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, this game is hard. <laughs> it <laughs> is, well, though. One uh, of you guys is being a click master over there. Here, click click, 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 click. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> no, there's somebody's over Infinite there.
0: <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> somebody's being a click master. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just uh, feedback, but that's crazy. So yeah, that's basically though my uh, my experience with the game. Um, I enjoy, I love the game, but I don't like going through to just try to beat it like real quickly. Like it felt like I needed to beat it and needed to beat it like straight to the point, so I wasn't searching around. Yeah, and I I also think that has to do with the fact that we only have like one week homework assignments and. Yep, and, and we're probably gonna extend it to two weeks to make it fun for us instead of like hectic. Well, like yeah. we, we were talking with, uh, you know, I was talking with Kevin, and he was saying that like two weeks would allow him to get in like a a let's play scheduling with you guys too, so that way you yeah, can could record started. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would, so, so I mean, and, and it's just a lot, a lot of uh, we have a lot on our plate with Chrono Trigger too, so it's yeah. like. It, it's going it's really nice to have a two week buffer, um, just in case. Now, I mean on a case by case basis, if the game is too easy or if it sucks balls or something, we can, you know, kill it after a week or something. We have to burn it with fire. But <laughs> but I mean, I would say we can stick to a two week for everything. Yeah. That should be a definite key. So, um I think Time's
0: going to be pretty in-depth, Kevin, so I think you should probably go next. (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, that game is uh, an excellent, unique game, I'd have to say, in its own right. I can't really associate really anything else to compare it to to tell you the truth other than that really cool randomizing factor. I was telling Kyle the other day that it reminded me um, I don't know if you ever played the Diablo series on the PC. I think they released it on PlayStation 2. But um, mm-hmm. for replay value, all the levels are completely randomly generated like you can't just say this is how it works in that game. And there is no fixed mode in Diablo. Or at least uh, Toe Jam World gives you a fixed world which is a nice advantage. But Um, Even with that fixed world, I was noticing this game is random enough even with a fixed world. I don't feel like it's cheating in the least. I agree with you. If somebody's going to map that all out, that's Mm -hmm. no different than somebody mapping out like Legend of Zelda, well guess what? You still have to go to those dungeons and get through all that. It doesn't mean you're like cheating in the least. It just means you're gonna spend less time walking around in circles, which I don't think that's a bad thing when you're trying to play a game. Okay. So, um, yeah, but the enemies were different each time too. They oh yeah like well, a level they like boogeymen
1: here and now it's the fucking the nerds running and trying to trample you yeah the
0: nerd, heard, the nerd herd. the nerd herd. <laughs> yeah no, the, Amazing. I agree with you the, the, the randomization of all those uh, bad guys were the worst um, the moles were the worst that pretty much robbed me and Kyle Blind when we tried to play uh, which um, I, I actually had it wrapped up that'll post Tuesday if anybody cares to watch us <laughs> go through that pain. We almost beat it. We were three levels yeah. away. So close. Well, you're spoiling the climax of the movie, Kyle. All right, all right, all right. But, um... <laughs> no, the... The... Guys I had trouble with were, what, those stupid guys with the push mower. Those guys I could not yeah. shake. Well, I'm I was using, a, yeah, was, I was using toe Jam who's fairly fast, but guess what? He ain't faster than those guys I was noticing. I couldn't shake him and uh, I the a boombox on him and not use it for the ice cream truck guy who really needs it. <laughs> oh, ice cream truck guy is pretty much the worst uh we lucked out with the hornets though we um the hornets were always hanging around elevators and i just got straight in the elevator and didn't really have any trouble with those but i gotta say i felt bad for kyle because uh earl is a whole world of hurt to manage that dump truck yeah yeah (laughs) i mean that guy i could just tell by the way he was i mean he was doing everything right it's just i'm sorry earl just is too damn slow (laughs) And the worst part is, that's fine. Make the character slow, but what his life bar is, what, a fraction bigger than Toe Jones. It should be like three times the length if you're going to be that slow. Very true. That guy should take a whole bunch of hits. And uh, it just seemed like that no matter how we both got hit, we were both the same kind of health. So it didn't really seem like... I, I feel Earl is unbalanced. Yeah. You're opinion. right, though. You're totally right. I mean, I that's Kyle kind of said it right. I think Kyle called Earl, like, expert mode or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's sort of the expert mode or the or the friend you want to stick it to that thinks he's good at the game. Here, you get it. Earl. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, got Jack Wagon. <laughs> but, um, I will say it, it does have a nice balance. Uh, I played it single player up to, like, I got to, like, level five. I was playing it late at uh, night, and I was enjoying myself, but i got to say, when I played with Kyle, it was it was way more fun two-player than single-player. I can kind of feel how Jeff went through to beat it. It's kind of like you just kind of get maybe aggravated. It's a little monotonous and tedious by level 20, and you just want to beat the damn game. Whereas if you're working as a team with another guy, the game has more, um, I don't know, flavor to it, so to speak. It's kind of more yeah. fun. Because, I mean, you can see us <laughs> each other. Yeah, it's definitely. It comes in handy because, uh, like he, it's double the inventory of the gifts. I mean, and if you're smart enough, like we tried to, was to stay together, then you benefit from the gift the guy opens. Um, both the guys get it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that worked out pretty well. But um, no, overall, uh, I'd have to say it's 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 a great game and it stands the test of time in my opinion. And it's and uh, mm-hmm. from what I understand, they never made a sequel that's like the original yet. That's what that Kickstarter mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah because um, the, the first one is that is the, you know, the
1: top-down exploration game, yeah. the second one is the, um, the platformer and then the third
0: one like a 3D platformer that's like pretty pretty bland and garbage. Oh uh, okay like, so they never really went back to what made them popular in the first place which is kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, they give it was a, a lot bad. of... They're like, Zelda 1's great, Zelda 2, okay, we tried side-scrolling, it's okay. Then they went back to top-down with the length of the past, so they learned their lesson. It's kind of funny they didn't learn their lesson with Toadjam and Earl on the third installment. Yeah, <laughs> don't... Don't fix it if it ain't broken, folks. I agree. Sit there and ride it until people hate it. That's Absolutely. <laughs> until people are like, you know what, I can't stand this game mechanic, which I don't know who the hell would, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was man. Man. That's yeah, that's a man. Right. Perfect. perfect example. Yeah, that's the way to do it, But you know, overall, I, I had a great experience with it, even though it was frustrating that, you know, sometimes I think it's kind of cheap deaths, especially with those ice cream trucks. You get hit once with full health. Guess what? You're like one fraction away from dying. You die really quick in that game. Like those depth guys depth. way too lethal. They should have been more fair. I mean, half health should be the maximum. Uh, an enemy should take you down as half health. I want to say those take you at least three quarters of a health with one hit. Oh, that's brutal, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's really ridiculous. But that's basically my two cents. I'm sure Kyle's got way more inspiring things to say than my generic gossip here. Hi, <laughs> 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 <And you know, laughs>
1: Yeah, the one thing that Kyle mentioned um, the other day, though, that was awesome, was that you actually, how you level up in the game, and it actually increases your life bar. I didn't even notice that until, like, the last playthrough this week. Like, if, yeah, uh, I didn't notice that you get free I lives, neither. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that I got a free life, but I didn't know how, yeah, and then neither. I saw the I found the level up present that Kyle told me about. Like, like Kyle's the mastermind. I, I gotta let him dig in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Ch- all right, Kyle Gavar. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, I, I had a really weird playthrough because I, I just put it in on uh, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. Um, and I got up to level eighteen. And I was just following the whole guide that we had cr- created and stuff. Uh, so. It was definitely working, um, but before I even did that, I started testing like how the presents work and just how it was programmed for the fixed world. Um, and what I noticed was uh, every time you start a fixed world game, the presents look different, but they're in the same spots. And Which is awesome. Yeah. And how, how it works, because when I was a kid, I never really like thought about it. And I think that's the thing that the programmers figure, too. It's like someone won't think that deep into it. Because if they see that the present has a different look to it, the next time they play, they're, they're just going to think it's a different present. And they're not really going to, like, uh, like analyze it and everything. But it actually is the same present in each spot. So every time you play the game, you could actually plot out, like, a map of what would be perfect is if you had a screenshot with with no shroud, like none of the black shroud, like in Command & Conquer, you have, like, Uncover Shroud. It's kind of like what what this game does. Yeah. And and then once you... Uncover Shroud, though. (laughs) Yeah, then once you uncover it, the map shows and displays what you've uncovered. Someone needs to put, like, an an unshrouded map of each level and then where every present is and what it is. And that's what I want to do. Um, eventually, I think that would be badass, but that's a huge like project. But um, somebody
0: didn't do that in GameTags already.
1: No, they have maps, but someone loaded up a really like weird file. It's not like it's like, why wouldn't you just load like a JPEG? (laughs) No, they loaded some weird like now defunct uh extension. Yeah, whatever. Well, there, there, it might be somewhere else hosted, though. I remember now. Yeah, you could probably get, like, a viewer or something like that. Um, but the maps are supposed to be on there. But, uh, so I was like, okay, what used to kill me in this game is when I would get the randomizer present. Because pretty much when you open up a present, you know what it is from that point on. So you have to open the present up to know what it is if you don't have, you know, if you don't already know. So I just started memorizing the first two levels, and I was like, so where's the randomizer? Because once you hit that randomizer, if you're in, like, level 17 or 18, all your presents are question marked again, and all your your presents are now different. So you had, like, all these decoys and all these boom boxes, and those are actually the best presents in the game because Mm -hmm. those keep the guys away from you. Um, so if they're coming at you, you can put a boombox, and that guy's stuck. Everyone in the level's stuck, actually. They're, they, they're just stuck jamming. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Is and that, they, does that happen every time? Because, Because yeah. there was one time, I don't know if I glitched. I glitched it's the so, game twice. It's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I threw the boombox down, and then two of the boogeymen went around the boombox and started attacking me. And one boogeyman was stuck. I was like, what the fuck? That's bizarre. Yeah. Another yeah. another one was crazy. Was I actually got stuck in the air and couldn't fall. Didn't fall down. I was like just sitting there, like like moving around, and going uh, 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 and yeah. it wouldn't fall down. And I had to wait until bees came at me and killed me. Holy shit! That's like, wet. I got fucking stuck. And that was um I think that was during my second playthrough when I was playing co-op though. Wow. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so like, wow. you, yeah, I always find glitches. Like it's freaking crazy. You do, yeah. a but, glitch magnet. <laughs> yeah. And so all of, all those presents that you now had, your nice little stockpile, it's now who who knows what. It's so you're basically your whole strategy screwed. Mm-hmm. And um, the the other present is the total bummer, which actually kills you and takes the life away. I don't know where that one is yet. I, I know the randomizer is in the second level by the road. And it's a pretty yeah. small level, so... I avoided it. <laughs> my third party. So once you see that, take note of what that present looks like. So for me, a present, it was like a gold-striped one. So, so we are just like, never get that fucker. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, I think a third of your way toward victory. A third is luck, because I had a really... I actually didn't die in the playthrough, and I was, like, amazed. But what happened was I got to level 18, and I was almost dead. Um, uh, I, I equipped some spring shoes, and I, I just jumped in the wrong direction. and Because I, uh, I was getting chased by those chicken... Mortar guys.
0: Tomato shooters. Tomato mortar. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's amazing. And I was like on a little peninsula of land, you know, like, and I'm like, it's kind of like uh, Luke Skywalker in uh, Empire Strikes Back when he's on top of, in the Bespin Cloud City. He's just on this small <laughs> little like shred of nothing and then he just has to jump off kind of thing. But uh, I was trying to jump over him, but I didn't quite make it. Uh, so then I fell onto the level below, and this is where the game's kind of brilliant. Then this cyclone starts up, lifts me up, takes me out into space, drops me there, and I land on this island that's a part of the level, but it's it's not, like, accessible yeah. you know, by foot. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess i got to fall again. Um, so then I'm just like, you know what? I started remembering there's a level zero, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fall all the way down to level one and go to level zero. Because what level zero is, level one is a small little patch of land, but there's a huge map. Now, if you go back to the first level after you get either the rocket skates, well, it, it's a little island surrounded by water. So if you go back with either the rocket skates, the inner tube, or the Icarus wings, um, there's an island on each side, and each there's a, one on the top right corner and one on the bottom r- left corner. And on the bottom left corner is where level zero is accessed. There's like a hole there. So you fall through the hole in level one, you go to level zero. And on the top right, it's just like a little island and it's got presence on it. And the thing is, I started going, I thought that level zero was on the top right. So I started going up to the top right with my rocket skates. And all of a sudden I realized I had went the wrong direction. And, um, I have got some presents there, but all of a sudden I'm like, my rocket skates are gone. Cause I'm like, oh shit, now I got to get to the bottom left. So now my rocket skates are gone and I'm stuck in the water in the middle of nowhere. And I don't have any presents that are going to help me. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm totally screwed. And so what happens is I have three, three presents that I don't know what they are. So I'm like, well, this is my only chance. I I'm dead. You know, if I don't do this. So, I activate all three presents, and then, sure enough, there's an unfall present. And the, the unfall present is, like, it takes you to the level above you. So, it took me to level two. And I dropped down to level two, and am like, holy shit, I didn't die. Like, oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> but, I don't have the rocket skates, so I can't go to level zero. And here's the thing, when you go to level zero, you get an extra life. Um, there's, like, a little tiki bar, and if you go up to the tiki bar, they give you an extra life, and then, um, there's, like, a little hot tub, and if you get in it, it, like, heals you, so you get full health again, and if you fall down from level zero, then you actually go to the last level you completed, which for me would have been level 18. Okay, so I'm on level two now, and I don't have any rocket skates, I can't get to level zero, so... I basically have to go all the way back up to level 18. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to just search around the level, and I'm going to um, see if I can find presents that I didn't get yet. Maybe I'll find some rocket skates or something, right? So I think by level 3 or 4, I finally find the rocket skates. I'm like, yes! So I go all the way back down to level 1, go to level 0 with the skates, Uh, Get my extra life, heal my health, because I was almost dead, and then it takes me back up to map 18, and then from there I beat the game. And um, really, the last four levels, I like went online and like looked how to beat it, because I was like, I actually wanted to beat this without dying, and I was like, this is my chance, and I've gone through this much (laughs) this much shit already, you know? So yeah, like I'm just like, okay, well, and once yeah, once you know where to go. It makes it so much easier. It's, like, crazy. (laughs) You know? So, um... Fucking nuts, though, man. Yeah, I was like... This is like a movie. Because it's that point, like, in the movie when you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. You're totally dead. There's no hope. It's like, what am I going to do, you know? And then somehow, some way, you find a way out of it, James Bond-style. And, uh, you know, bam. It's... I just ended up taking it from from there. But what... Also, the, the food, food's a good thing, too. I mean, it, I was trying to look, any time that I saw food, I would grab it, because you get a bunch of health. It's funny, though, because know, you get more health from, like, the junk food, like the chocolate Always thing, the junk food. Everything is moldy and shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's really awesome game. Um, I think Kevin makes a good point, and I, I really didn't even think about it. Uh, we experienced it last night, but I really didn't think about it until today where Earl is like, yeah, he should have more more life or maybe be a little faster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, he's pretty much like the hard mode. And I, I definitely beat it with toe jam, so that would be a huge challenge too. So I, that adds replay value, I guess, too. Yeah. Um, but I think they either should have gave him more life or made him a little faster probably. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah but it's I, I feel great i always wanted to beat this game and i conquered it and uh got to add it to my no death run repertoire nice, nice. so yeah I wish i would recorded that shit good lord yeah shit yeah it to that quick so yeah it's just crazy like you, you think you're dead and you're you i mean that
0: that's where that game is nuts like anything's possible with those presents it's just crazy. Yeah, also, want to <laughs> avoid those random presents, because you never know what those are. Yeah. That's... Mm-hmm. There's a question mark, yeah. And Jeff had mentioned, like, that there was a
1: question mark present, and yesterday we tried it out. So the the presents with the question mark, like the little Mario block question mark deal, mm-hmm. those were always unknown. So okay. at first, at first I thought it was like a skin, like all the other presents, but it's actually not. It's always, like you don't know what it is. So what oh, yeah. I started doing after level five or six, cause I was looking at, uh, for the total bummer present. So after level five or six, I was like, um, I'm just any present from here on out. Cause I, I the, the, it's funny cause the first level has like three of the best or four of the best presents in the whole game. The first level, it has the decoy, the boombox, the door to nowhere and the tomatoes. Um, especially the Decoy and the Boomboxer. Those are the two best, I would say, defensive weapons in the entire game. Um, so once I got, once I figured out what most of those presents were, then I just started collecting the presents, you know, as I was walking through the levels. And when I got to, like, level maybe five or six, then I started paying the Carrot Man, because I had, like, 20 bucks by then. Yeah, because the Carrot Man tells you what your presents are. Yeah, because I didn't want to get that Total Bummer one and die, um... Because that's just another thing. If we got the total
0: bummer last night, me and Kevin played it, and uh, yeah, if I just think if I wouldn't have grabbed that stupid total bummer, I would have had that one extra life that I needed. Yeah, because you were on, you were on level 22, and yep. level 23, 24, and 25 are strange. I mean, they're really, really
1: easy. There's like it, there's no phantom ice cream guys. It, it goes back to like little dentist guys. little hula dancers and. The, mm-hmm. A really bad, brutal combination, though, is the hula dancer and the lawnmower Kenneth
0: guys. Oh, That's yeah. Jeff's dad, uh, after a few whoppers. You he, like the more boogie men and ice cream trucks are more lethal. <laughs> yeah, because the, well, the lawnmower guys are slow, but once the hula guys, the the hula girls make you start dancing and you can't move,
1: the, yeah. lawn, the lawnmower guys just run your ass over. And like Kevin said, and like Jeff said, Jeff with the sharks and... The only way that, that I, was, I, could, yeah, take I was, um, could take care of the Hulas was, um, you can take care of the Hulas though with the, um, tomatoes. They pop. They <laughs> actually explode, the Hula Girls. Yeah, you can kill everything that way. That's, um, but the, the, certain guys take more hits. Yeah, that was the only way I was able to dispose of the Hulas though. Um, something I kept thinking though as I was playing, like, where did they come up with this shit? Like, what were they on, <laughs> man? Oh yeah The, the music The music is like Really classic though It's like a 90's Little like Hip hop feel But it's not like Rap hip hop It's like R&D, Oh it's funky like, smooth jazz Yeah It's, <laughs> it's awesome Funky smooth it's Like George Clinton Funkadelic mean, style see, see like That's where they got it wrong With the, uh, the third game The third game Is like Straight up rap And they're just like They're actually rapping With voice and stuff On there it's, mm. it, it's There's something lost Because it is It's like <laughs> George Clinton <laughs> <laughs> with, like classics yeah they should have stuck with Bill Clinton on the sex hell yeah <laughs> Bill Clinton socks the cat <laughs> yeah so yeah I, personally I'd have to give it an A I was originally going to give it an A plus but Kevin makes an awesome point Earl is needs to be a yeah. little tweaked I would say um, I'm I'm in the A range too I mean the thing is though is that anybody who's listening do not go after it to try to beat it quickly like, if you do, you're going to get pissed off, and it's not going to feel like an A game. It's going to feel more like a, a C game, like an average game, because you're getting pissed off so much. However, once you get to that point, because, you know, you got your crawl phase where you're learning the game, you got your walk phase where you're, you're starting to get it. You're, once you get to that run phase, and you're getting really good at the game, then you're ready to go for it, like, and beat the game. But it takes a lot of practice. Like, it, it does. But, um, yeah, I would also give it an A for sure
0: that okay. um, really liked it, and uh, I struggle. It's like a B plus, A minus for me. Okay. I'm trying to probably just say, uh, oh, regardless of those grades, I, I think I'll give it like an A minus just a because mark. of the the factor of Earl and kind of some other aspects. I mean, it's, it's a great game, don't get me wrong, but I can, the single player, this is how I'm trying to balance it, the single player aspect, I don't think, kinda of wears on you after a while. So if yes. I thought to myself, if I, if if you always have somebody to play this game with, then it's an A plus every day. But I gotta yeah. think all All the situations, and most of the time, we all probably got to play, you know, single player. As a single player game, I'm leaning more towards the B plus A minus range because I don't see me running to play that game single player every day. So, put me down A minus. But I doubt I'm gonna play it again. I doubt I'm gonna play it again single player. I'll keep it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of like need to play this with another person. But and and, I mean I. Because I was
1: going towards a B B+, but then, yes, we only played it in fixed mode. There's also random mode, so that bumps it up,
0: because now the next time we play it, we play it in random for any game. Yep, yeah, that's why I didn't want to give it a B neither, because they did design it well enough that if you actually enjoy the single player just as much as two players, then you can enjoy that sucker forever, because it's always going to be different if you want it to be. Exactly. So, that's pretty cool, Bob. But no, A-minus, I think this thing got a solid A around from all of us. Is that the first game to do that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. It's a pretty it's good definitely game. A game. Yeah. Definitely an a game for sure. <laughs> Especially with how ridiculous Kyle gets with grading these things. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so um, so I would say uh, the, the next game up, uh, we'll talk about the, the
1: long-term season game um, after, but um, I would say it's Kyle's turn to pick the next game up on the, uh, the, the chopping block. What I wanted to do was continue with the PC Engine Treats. Nice. Um, so we're going to Transylvania, boys. Uh-oh. It's Akamajo Dracula X time. Okay. <laughs> Rondo Blood World, Rondo the fucking Blood. PC Engine, it does save, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Saves levels. So each, that's cool. Each, each level, yeah. yeah. I would say not only should we try to beat it, but we should try to get the uh, the, the two bonus levels too. There's two different path bonus levels. Like, there's some cool options in that game. Um, I know my copy of the disc that I burned for the PC Engine has the English dubbing on it and English text. <laughs> so it's. They're actually all in English, talking. That's cool. That's good to go. Yeah. They released a patch for it. Um, there's, like, a website you go to, and the patch, actually, you download it, and then you get the ROM um, from, like, MU Paradise. And you basically follow the tutorial, like, there's, like, three steps, and it works perfectly, and then you just burn it, and it's awesome. It works. So it's, it's pretty easy to patch. Um, they're the same ones that did the Ease for, um, game for the um, PC Engine as well. They did both of those two games. So, um, but yeah, like, Rondo of Blood, man, that's supposed to be the best game for the PC Engine CD that never made it to the States, right? Yeah, and I'm going to be, like, the teacher that everyone loves, like, who gives the good assignments. <laughs> 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 are you keeping up a good record so far? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already know this game's awesome. It's just... How well does it stack to against, you know, like a Symphony of the Night or Super Castlevania For Well, I, I already cheated and played the first level. That's <laughs> either And dude. it's fucking it's phenomenal, dude. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played the game in the past. I've just never beaten it. I mean, I actually have the um the remake that's on the uh, PSP as well. They upgraded all the graphics. Uh-huh. So, but if I have time during the next couple of weeks, I might try to pop that in, too. I would say... That and Symphony of the Night are the closest, um, graphically and style style like? st- style wise. It's like beautiful and the gothicness of it. Yeah. There are, like statues everywhere. Just even, even like in the menu screens, the way that it's, it's very. It, those two games are the closest. Well, the we, um you know. at the beginning of Symphony of the Night, you reenact the boss fight from Rondo Blood. Yeah, but the whole thing is kind of feels yeah. like it, it's like they're like brothers or something. So I hope that um that they have the the classic "What is a man?" <laughs> at the uh, the end of Rondo Blood. Hopefully they do that. That would be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah find find there's pile of lies. <laughs> <laughs> a pile of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> classic. No, bro, man. How about you? How about you? It's such an awesome. But you do that is supposed to be a reenactment of Rick there from Rondo Blood, so. I mean, we'll, we should be able to see that by the end of this. Um, it's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, so that one will be a, a good little treat to be playing for um, for the homework. Um, did either of you guys get uh, any Chrono sugar time in?
0: That's on my hit list this weekend.
1: Start up. Okay, so yeah. haven't gotten any Chrono. I, know, I don't think you did, Kyle, right? Yeah, this this week was. Um, I, I created our little guide that, that we can always fall back on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was one thing. And then I was watching a bunch of, like, reviews and stuff like that and just getting to know more about how the game works and just, just kind of, like, taking in the community. Yeah. No, no, this, this game is supposed to be one of the best games of all time. So it's, like, it's not a bad thing to take it in, like, a fine wine. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want to see, like, what the obsession and, yeah. uh, and all the, uh, the stark raving mad fans... And it's cool to like watch all these different videos and see all these people's take on it and like, why they think it's fucking beautiful you know, right. and stuff like that. And the, the whole character development, it, from what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing is, it's like the best character development of any game because the fact that you go back and forth in time, there's people that you'll meet as a kid that you'll figure out later on like, oh, now I get it, like that's why they're a fucking douche <laughs> you know, because... Like, like, <laughs> yeah, there's I, I mean I've played I played it now this week for about an hour and fifteen minutes or something, and i I got a good story, so it's kind of like that that Darth Vader quality, like once you see what he's been through, you're like, oh, I get it, like yeah, there's been a really, uh, there's a couple of good um time twists that I caught already that were, that just like, it, what it does is it deepens the
0: story, mm-hmm. um, little connections, is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like getting kind of goosebumps right now. do spoilers for me, I'm hitting this thing blind and fresh, like a yeah. kid that just bought it, so. Yeah, it's just so yeah, yeah, real, I'll, 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 I'll stay pretty, um, pretty vague with my, um, with
1: my experience. Um, so anyways, um. I was down uh, in my basement a couple a few days ago, and I was playing Amiibos with my daughter. We were playing with the princesses and the princes, and um, so whenever I try to start video games while we're down here, she gets upset because she wants me to play Amiibos. Um, so, so I put on, like I just put on the screen, I, put, I flipped down my Super Nintendo, and put on Chrono Trigger. And this is the first time ever that my daughter became entranced with the music, the characters, she's staring at the screen, like, looking over to it. So then I pressed play, and I started reading it to her as I was playing. She came over, and sat in my lap, and she interacted the entire time with the whole, the whole first hour of the game that wow. I played. And um, basically, like, the intro, um, it's like a, almost like an anime, it's all in Super Nintendo, though. But on the Super Nintendo one, it's almost like an anime intro because it's it's going to show you scenes that are going to happen later in the game, and mm. it's it's really cool. Uh, they changed it later for the PS one and the, the the Nintendo DS, where it's actually an anime intro. Um, I actually think the Super Nintendo one is better. Um, and I just left that on for a little bit too. Um, but my daughter, like, she was completely drawn. She's three years old, my toddler, and she was drawn in. Um, that says a lot. And, and as <laughs> we were playing, like. You know, you, you see the princess, and then she disappears at a time, and then you go try to find the princess, and you find the queen. My daughter, the whole time, Look, where's the princess? Let's go find the princess. And what's great is the story moves so fast in Crown Trigger that we find the princess again, and she gets to see the princess, and she gets all happy. And then the frog comes, like one of the most epic, classic characters in any RPG series. Frog shows up. Yes. My daughter loves this dude. <laughs> frog rules. <laughs> Yeah, like, we are going through it and, um, the thing is, though, is that the, um, when you battle, because Kyle asked, like, well, how is she when you're doing, like, a long-drawn battle? And none of the battles were super long, um, but... She was sitting there interacting the whole time because she's like, "Oh, attack them!" because you're moving around on the screen constantly when you play. It's not like you're watching Final Fantasy where they move an inch and swing their sword. They actually go and attack at the guys, and they're moving around and and all the characters that you're fighting have like little char- cartoon characteristics. They seem like little mushrooms and little uh, green goblin guys and she's like where's the blue guys because we saw little blue ogres at the beginning now they're green and she wanted to find the blue ones and you know my daughter's into colors and things too so it was like perfect but um the funniest thing is is that eventually you know you part ways with the frog and he disappears and you go over to this broken bridge um and this is just one part of the little story it's not even like a part of the plot but you talk to the guy at the bridge and he's like there was this frog that just swam across the bridge, and I read that to her. And my daughters like, "Let's go follow the frog. Let's go. Let's go buy bathing suits and follow the frog <laughs> for like for like ten minutes." She's like, you need to buy bathing suits. Buy bathing suits. It's awesome." <laughs> so she was, I was like, "I don't think we can buy bathing suits, honey."
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways, and um, eventually, through a series of your choices. You can possibly get you know you go to jail and that's where I ended my first hour and then my second hour I got through that part and got through another boss fight because two boss I- I've been through two boss fights. Um, now what I've decided though is that I'm gonna, if I'm gonna play through with my daughter because all she talked about the whole next day was playing the frog game. <laughs> I <Nice. laughs> she wanted to do was play her own trigger. Um. Now, what I'm going to do with that is, is that I'm going to have to keep that fast pace to keep her interesting, interested, because they're not going to be able to go hunt things down, experience the story. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the Nintendo DS version as well, because there's two extra areas in the game. There's a whole arena battle dungeon. There's a bunch of extras in that game, in the DS version. It's like the It has the most content out of any version. So I think I'm going to play through that one, like, at my leisure, and then whenever my daughter wants to play Chrome Sugar, we're going to pop in the Supernatural one, and you know, that'll be as long as she wants to, because I don't want to sit there and she's interested in going and starting where we were, and then, you know, I'm an hour ahead and she doesn't know where we are, I don't want to, you know, disappoint my daughter. (laughs) yeah so, she's already into um, it so much yeah. yeah and I'll probably play the DS1 on an emulator on my big screen TV so that way I can have it huge screen because I know you were saying Kevin you don't want to play that little cramped screen <laughs>
0: oh. yeah even the XL ain't big enough for my old eyes
1: <laughs> yeah but um, I have an emulator for my computer and it's on my 52 inch TV Oh, you in good shape and you can put a filter on it
0: so it smooths out all the graphics so it looks even better that's cool. So, I don't know if Nintendo likes making money, why they just don't have it sync to the Wii U or something so you can actually play stuff on the big screen. Pretty sure they have some games that are on the Virtual Console. I, I thought I'm sure it used to be. It might not be anymore. I don't know if any dual-screen games there, like DS. I mean, you'd use, like, the Wii U pad, you'd think, for the bottom screen, and the top screen would be the actual TV, you'd think. Yeah, they're, they're doing that soon, but I, I just meant the Super Nintendo...
1: Sugar, I think, might be on the virtual console, playing the Wii. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but in all, but yeah, that was my little uh, my little experience there with the um, with Trigger. It's so far, man. It's freaking A plus plus game. Like it's fucking ridiculous. It might go up on um, because I have my top ten games all all time. After this whole whole time experience with it, it might be up there. Like Uh-oh. I I don't know how it's not going to be up there. It's freaking ridiculous. So
0: far <laughs> yeah i do your top 10 games of all time every year different to those <laughs> <laughs> no i have an update file <laughs> no i know yeah from what from
1: you know the vast majority they say link to the past and chrono trigger are the two most like satisfyingly immersive um snes games I, i'd have to throw mario rpg up there but i don't think it would even stand a chance or like you know the final fantasies those were amazing yeah, Mario, too. She's awesome. Yeah, the Final Fantasies are awesome too. But I think, and Secret of Mana, Secret mm-hmm. of Evermore. But you know what's crazy though? Speaking of like my top ten, I had I got a lot of flack for actually putting Final Fantasy VI for the Super Nintendo on my list instead of Final Fantasy IV. Weird. <laughs> yeah. like there was a couple people that were like, "How do you even? How is that better than four? Like they, they're huge in the Final Fantasy IV." Um, it's pretty
0: crazy. Um there actually, actually we're keep those numbers straight. Which one's number two for Super Nintendo? Four. Yeah. That one's four that's the one with Cecil
1: and like you become yeah. like a paladin, you go to like mount ordeals and stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that I actually beat. That, that game's I, fucking badass too. So that one's my favorite. <laughs> that game's beautiful though. But that game's amazing. Too. Yeah, it's just I had a crazy experience with the um yeah, I had a crazy experience with six though that like that just put it up above mine, just my own personal experience. Yeah, six is awesome because there's so many party members. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, dude, there's, there's a ton like, of around, it's great. That was that was part of my uh, my my uh, story though was that um when I was playing. It was crazy because I leveled up you know my normal four characters like I do you know we always do that right we we level up like four characters max them out and destroy the game yeah well with six you get to the end and it splits you up into four like three different three different parties mhm so then you are stuck yeah it throws you a curveball, ball like oh fuck yeah like fucking crazy so it's like now you have to go back and re-grind with the other eight characters unless you are smart and actually went through.
0: So, <laughs> fucking nuts, man. That one takes a long time, yeah. Yeah, uh, the Final Fantasy Two for Super Nintendo was kind of funny for me because I actually played it, like, relatively around the time it came out, and I, I was visiting a friend of a friend, and I was at this kid's house, and he was just a, a spoiled brat kid, I guess, that got, like, <laughs> left and right all the time. And he and I, I was always like, hey, what are all these games? I never played this one before because I had a Sega Genesis. I didn't even have a Super Nintendo. So when I went to somebody's house, I wanted to play every game he had. Well, I popped that game in, and I loaded his save file. And I remember he named some of the characters that were, like, stupid. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, oh, this character doesn't do anything. You know, I tried playing this game for a while. but You know Actually, this game is awful. You can just have it.
1: <laughs> wow! Hell yeah!
0: So I, I got nice. to the came for free from the kid. I took it home, and I didn't tell my parents or anything, and he never said anything because I guess he was just as horrible as shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I, I started playing it, I wiped it, and I played it from scratch, and, uh, I figured it out because, uh, luckily I played Dragon Warrior from the NES days. Good training. Oh, yeah. Dragon Warrior didn't carry over to Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and not for US at least, right. unfortunately. Yeah. So, this was like my new Dragon Warrior fix, and I got all into that one, and that game turned out to be pretty badass, so that's why I'm pretty partial to that one. But it's kind of uh, funny, that one was free. Wow. <laughs> I'll take that. Yoink. Yeah, I'm like, Oink. It's
1: dollars <laughs> <$30. $30. laughs> So, um, I posted my real experience with uh with London up on uh, social media, and we actually had somebody respond, um, yes. it was the same female that I was talking with about, um, some different RPGs and stuff before, she's listening to it on the podcast weekly, uh, she said... It was watching my dad play video games that got me into them at a young age, which fueled my original creativity by writing myself into storylines and daydreams. You're fostering a future gamer and maybe a future writer. Good on you. That's what she said. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Great comment. Great comment so, there. So, anyway, I was like, dude, that's freaking awesome. It's true, too. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, because, and you're just also, she's going to be so smart, and that's why she already is so smart. Mm-hmm. She was always, she was always way smarter than all the other kids because you actually took the time and you just didn't like throw her in a corner and walk away. That's, exactly. that's the thing. Like you actually were like nurtured and, you know created. That it. And
0: video games four she had to read. <laughs> yeah, that's how I learned to read. Was that's through. what made me read. I hated reading until I played video games. <laughs> yeah, you like, uh, gotta read now. Like the Zelda uh,
1: instruction manual. That's how I learned to read. Like, seriously. there you go.
0: That's <laughs> some
1: good reading. <laughs> it is. Uh, all the little like, it's like the bestiary, all, all the little baddies and stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> all right. So, um yeah, a little bit about Macron. We'll continue that every week as we get through it. We'll have some kind of experience every week, I assume whether that be, you know, just watching some videos or, you know, getting some playing done. Um, that, that's another awesome thing about doing the homework every two weeks is that if we do get the game done, you know, quicker, we do have an extra week to dedicate to some chrono, and we do need to beat it. It's a very long game, and there's, like, 7 to 11 endings. There's a billion endings for the game. I think there's, like, two or three that you can't even beat on the first playthrough. You have to play through the game twice. Yeah, there's... <laughs> There's one ending that you will want to do. If you don't do it the first time, you, there's a certain two characters that you're gonna want to beat it with a certain guy. Like, so that's that's the funny thing about the game. When when you beat it through and you learn how the story goes, then you almost like need to play it through with the right guy. Because oh, so it's like beating the game with Luigi. <laughs> there, it's yeah. just there's 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 two characters that like. Hate each other, or something like that, and you yeah. you want to see what happens when they fight, like because you can beat the game with there's so many ways. I mean, I think you there's even in the beginning of the game you can fight like the last boss. You can like choose to fight the last boss at the very beginning, and what happens? Oh, on, on, on the that fight changes everything too. On the new game plus, you can fight the very end boss right at the beginning. If you go into the right, path, right pod, there's like a sparkle in it. Yeah, and what, what happens, he, like, supposedly, like, one of the characters, are like, what are you doing? You're, like, ruining my plan or something, like, when, <laughs> when you go to fight him, and then when you, you, you realize he was actually doing something, like, oh, no wonder he was pissed off, we, like, ruined his plans, he was getting ready to do something, like, huge, and, yeah. and that's kind of where the game's, like, a mindfuck, it's pretty awesome. It's. Yeah, it's it's crazy too. Is like, um, pay attention, Kevin, when you're playing to the. Um, it's I think it's the Chancellor. Yeah. Um, he's like a little minor character that you're gonna come across. He's gonna have a, you know, with the whole first dungeon, he'll have like a um a, a little big part. But like, what happens with the outcome of that, like, actually carries on into the future and comes to bite you in the ass later, which is great. Like everything matters. ties it together it's so smoothly. I and I don't want to ruin that part because like, it's like little truths that just make Chrono fucking amazing. Yeah, when what I, what I noticed in this the guide when I was reading, if you talk to certain people twice, they'll they'll give you like gold sometimes or stuff like that. Like if you talk oh, yeah. to Chrono's mom uh, twice or whatever, she'll she'll give you twenty bucks allowance and then if you talk to this other guy, um, I think it's like in the little castle or one of the buildings or whatever he'll, like, give you... It's, like, where you learn stuff, a little, like, tutorial place. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll... If you talk to him twice, he'll give you a bunch of gold, too. So there's so many little tweaks. That's why I want that guide so I can follow through and do not not miss, like, those little, like, bonus treats. I think what I'm going to do, Kyle, is I'm going to do a Kevin-style blind playthrough unless I get lost. Yeah. And then new game, And then new game plus, I'm going to stick to the guide. So, if I happen to beat the game sufficiently with a good ending, because I guarantee you can beat it with, like, six endings at the end or some shit. So, once I beat it sufficiently, then I'm going to, if I still have time in the season, I'm going to, um, I'm going to jump on New Game Plus and follow the guide. It all depends on how motivated I get, really, and how much time I get, because... You know, time can be crunched, but then there's some times where you just get into it and you don't sleep all night. And you play till 3 a.m. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's how You know, it's an awesome game, too. You just get like totally lost. I love that. Exactly. And that could happen. And so our one hour a week is going to turn into like four one day, maybe. You never know. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome.